Hello, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. Very happy to be with you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is that time of year that there usually is so much going on. When we were able to move freely, this would be the time of year when there are endless parties, lots of work, focus on family, in and out of stores, shopping for gifts for loved ones, preparing to travel because we're close to Thanksgiving, planning our travel for Christmas, Hanukkah, and activities for New Year's. It kind of all starts, actually, I think it starts even in October. But by the time you get to Thanksgiving week, it's on. People are busy and there's so much engagement that normally happens. For us today, it's a very interesting time because we cannot engage in the ways in which we did last year or perhaps the year before if we're being responsible. Because as has been said by all of the experts, if we want to show our love for people in our life, the way that we show our love is by being at home, being still, not contacting people by being in their presence, but by picking up the phone or using some kind of device, as opposed to going and traveling to be in the company of the people we love. Because showing love in this sense is showing restraint, is showing our ability to say, nope, I love you, so I'm staying home. Good morning, Wendell. Good morning, everyone who's here with me today. I'm going to move this. I see my iPad behind me talking. Oh, it's so interesting to work not in a studio, but in the home studio. huh? Well, we're all living and working from home, looking for ways to engage in, in this new environment. And everything is so new and different. And th there's a pull, there's a draw that says, but I want to be with my family. I want to, I want to hug them. I haven't, I mean, for me, I haven't seen my mother for months and no one, no one has been able to hug her because she's living now in an assisted living facility and folks are not allowed in because of COVID restrictions. Human beings need hugs. We need to feel love, we need to feel it palpably. And without question, just in speaking of my mother, which may be true of many of yours, I know she feels the love. We talk to her every day, multiple times a day, do the uh, video conferencing whenever we can, but it's not the same as touching someone, as being in your loved one's embrace. And I, as I've been contemplating just for myself and also for all of you, how do we live love now? I mean, what does it look like? Because during this time when we think of family and family gatherings and connection, we certainly are thinking about how we can be together, right? We're trying to figure out what is the best way to connect with one another meaningfully. And as Dr. Fauci says, that means stay home. 
That means don't invite any friends over. That means be in your tiny little bubble for as long as needed so that this invisible wave of destruction can pass. For those of us with children, you know, I have a teenage daughter whose birthday is this week. All she wants is to be with her friends. And all we see is not a good idea. The discipline needed in order to live through this time is incredible because we need discipline and compassion. And the secret ingredient, and it's not even really secret, the most necessary ingredient to get through all of this, I believe, is love. When we are able to remind each other that as we are going through all that's happening, we're doing, we're making smart choices because we care about each other, because we love each other, because we want the best for each other. Sometimes it requires tremendous restraint. Sometimes it requires rethinking the ways in which we think it's important to be together, whatever it is if it is infused with love, then I believe it makes it easier for people to comply. So as I was looking for quotes about love, there, there are many. This one is from the Bible. So many of you I know have heard it, have read it. I'd like to read it to you now. It's from Corinthians uh, chapter 13, verses four through eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Brilliant, right? But let's unpack it. In this moment, when we're thinking about, our, for many of us, our strongest desire is to be in fellowship with our loved ones and our families. Not like this virtually, but to get in the car, get on a plane and go be with people. And the, the high recommendation is for us not to do that. And I listened to Rachel Meadow a few days ago talk about it, imploring us to reconsider our relationship to this virus and, and to respecting how damaging it can be as her partner almost died and saying to us, you know, be vigilant, be more vigilant than perhaps you were just moments before because it's not you that you should be worried about so much, but your loved ones, the people you love the most. So with this in mind, this sense of needing to be vigilant, wanting to be together, let's look at this quote from Corinthians. Love is patient, love is kind, love is patient, patience the ability to be still, to not jump into something that may not be the right thing for us at the moment. 
to be kind to ourselves. And that kindness is to invite ourselves to chill, to be kind to others, meaning we will keep our distance because we love you. It does not envy. What will be be envious of, like another time when, let roll back the clock when this didn't happen. I mean, sure, but that's fantasy. Let's not have that awful feeling of envy, but instead be patient. It does not boast. There's nothing to boast about right now, is there? What we have is the need to be still and to make smart choices. It does not dishonor others. Think about that one. It does not dishonor others. This, when, when you're feeling constricted, when you're feeling mad because of things that are happening that are out of your control, you sometimes can point fingers. It's because of you, it's because of you. I've talked to many Asian Americans who've told me they've been spat at, they've been physically accosted, they have been uh, made to be afraid just walking down the street, going to the grocery store because this virus was labeled as the China flu. And even though many of these people that I've talked to are not Chinese, it sort of became this lump of people do not judge others. Do not dishonor others. Instead, honor people for who they are. We're all working to make this moment as comfortable and easeful as possible. Let's support each other knowing that at least most of us have the highest intention to do our best and to move through this as peacefully, lovingly, and healthfully as we can. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Whew. Are you ever easily angered? <laughs> oh, yes, I can speak up. Sorry. Sandy's telling me, let me speak up and I'll turn the volume up too. Uh, it is, it says it is not easily angered. That's a good one. I'm reading from Corinthians uh, chapter 13, verses four through eight. How often are you easily angered? Sometimes I am. Sometimes I feel like, ooh, I am, I am like a switch could turn. I'm like, and suddenly, whoever's in front of me, whoever I'm engaging with, I find myself feeling, ooh, I'm mad at you. And then I've, I've learned enough to know. Turn the finger at myself. What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? How can I change my mood? Sometimes it means I need a nap. I need to get up and walk around. I need a glass of water. When I'm feeling angry, and it is also checking in to ask why, this is saying that love is not easily angered, that love requires all kinds of patience. Yeah? It keeps no record of wrongs. Okay, y'all, think about that one. Do you ever keep score? <laughs> Do you ever, when you're, when you are uh, engaged with your spouse, with your significant other, with your children, with family members, do you have a running tally of things that you said this person did to you, made, might've been how many years ago, and I'm still remembering, and I'm mad at you about that. And when you get into an argument, the argument like devolves into something that was 
a memory. Does that ever happen to you? This says, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love keeps no record of wrongs. How can we learn to have that muscle? It doesn't mean that you, you don't have to forget. You know, that notion of uh, forgive and forget. I mean, it's life. You may not forget, but what do you do with that information? Something important to think about. Can you erase the board of wrongs and give your loved ones a chance to just be and inspire them to be better? Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. So whenever you find yourself talking about somebody, uh, digging up old stuff that makes a fire inside and maybe sets a blaze inside of your family, memories and experiences that are just negative. Don't do that. Pour water on that. And instead, what does it say? Rejoice with the truth. Even if it's a hard truth, rejoice with it. Love, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. This is resilience in action. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. This is what the Bible says. Love never fails. So in this moment in time, when we are feeling, we are longing for a connection that every expert in the world is telling us not to make, when we are longing to hug, to hold, to touch the people that we love, to be with the people that we love, particularly our families, and for those of, you know, what would happen during the holiday season for students and others who couldn't get away to go back to wherever the family is, then those other relationships of family that we have made with friends who become family, and that's when those folks would join. Dr. Fauci said, don't join with them either. Just the people who live in your house. How can you experience love when you feel that isolated. To have patience, to exercise kindness, to be creative and figure out how to connect with each other. What, what we are going to do, my family, pardon me, we are, we got my mother one of those Echo uh, tablets so, because it's big enough so that she can easily see and we can call it, it makes it easy for her to just respond. We're going to have video engagement with her that way all across the country. My family's all, we're very small, but we're all across the country. We'll do the same with my husband's family. So we have several different locations where we are connecting virtually so that we can still enjoy each other from a distance safely. I pray that you are going to do something smart and safe and disciplined also that will express your love for your family, for the people who are most important to you, that exercises an incredible amount of patience 
because we deserve to have each other for days, weeks, months, and years to follow. And in order to ensure that, we have to be safe. I hope that sharing this encourages you. And I've been wrestling with, are we gonna go? How can we go? Can we, you know, what can we do? How, how can we not get around the rules, but align with the recommendations in a way where we can still have what we want, which is to be together. And with each passing day, it just became very clear, not a smart idea. To show our love is to show restraint. I'm hoping you will do the same. I'm hoping that we all will exercise that tremendous muscle of love and exercise kindness and patience and compassion for the people who are important in our lives. So let me read this to you again. For anybody who joined late, this is the quote. We're looking at love. And I selected a quote from the Bible. It seems perfect. It is from Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Isn't that powerful? Love never fails. So if we cloak ourselves in love, which includes all of these great attributes, patience being way up at the top, honoring others way up at the top. Well, how do we honor others now? By staying home, by staying safe, by finding creative ways of connecting with each other, this is how we can move through a season that usually is filled with physical engagement and do it differently. We can. And because of the gift of technology, and I talk about this a lot, you know, technology is something, especially for parents, we wrestle with whether, how good is it? Because our kids are often glued to some screen, playing, engaging, doing something. But yet, if we balance technology with humanity, what we get is an opportunity to be with each other even when we are apart. And so I recommend to every single person who is viewing this, figure out a way to engage face-to-face -face with your loved ones over the holiday season. They will appreciate it. It doesn't have to take that long. You know, you can, because it's energy. Everything is energy. So make a list. Who are those people that you want to call? And if they have a smart device, which most people do, not everyone, but if they do, ask them to engage that smart device so that you can look at each other. If they live in nursing homes, um, independent care or assisted living facilities, call in advance and make a plan with the management 
to have them bring a device in the room because that's something people are doing right now a lot. Get creative, make a plan, show your love. Experience that love with each other because you, you made a plan on how to do it. I hope you will. We, we've been talking about exactly what we're going to do for about a week so that we make sure that we have what we need so that we can engage as, as fully as possible. It's not too late for you to do the same. Plan it out. Just like you plan your menu, plan your interaction with the people you love. I wish you every good thought, word, deed, and experience as we move into this time of celebration and gratitude. And let us infuse every moment with love. Thank you for being with me. It's always my honor to be with you. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.